Welcome to The Sofa. I'm Sherry. I'm Bonnie. And this is the Sisters Hallmark Sip and Chat Podcast. We're a couple of crown heads who love all things Hallmark. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our week two episode of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas. Great news. If you love 24-hour Christmas movies, starting the morning of Wednesday, November 1st, the W Channel will begin their schedule of Christmas movies all day. Check your local listing schedule for times. In this episode, we will be sipping Spiced Cranberry Punch from the Hallmark Channel Countdown to Christmas Celebrate the Movie Magic Book. You can find the recipe on our website, sistersipandchat.ca. Head to Facebook and Instagram to see pictures of our creations. In this episode, we'll be chatting about this week's four movies. Miss Christmas Comes to Town, Christmas by Design, Mystic Christmas, and Joy Noel. Movie number one, Ms. Christmas Comes to Town, starring Erica Durant as Amanda, Brandon Elliott as Travis, and Barbara Niven as Gail. After receiving a terminal cancer diagnosis, Ms. Christmas, a beloved shopping channel host, heads out on a multiple small town tour to spread Christmas magic before her farewell broadcasts. Okay, so let's find out how this movie rates on our sofa rating system. But first, a quick explanation. Our custom sofa rating system includes a list of 20 Hallmark tropes broken down into 10 categories that will determine how Hallmark is this movie. You can download the list from our website, sisterssipandchat.ca. So this movie earned 19 out of 20 sofas. Very good score. And here's a breakdown of categories for this movie. Military Might, Town Holiday Celebrations, Location, 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 family and friends, affairs of the heart, big life changes, Christmas magic, and for the charitable event bonus, bringing the magic of Ms. Christmas to small towns, including prizes and gifts. Okay, so the premise of this movie hits super close to home for me. My best friend is battling cancer right now. And there was a part of me that really considered not watching this movie because I didn't want to face what I'm dealing with personally. But thank goodness I did power through and watch an amazing movie that, of course, I cried through a lot, but enjoyed Mm. immensely. I was impressed with Gail's positive outlook as I am with my friends every day. It's very inspiring. Absolutely. I mean, it was excellent. Uh, And one of the things I enjoyed about it was this uh, relationship between Ms. Christmas or Gail and her assistant, Amanda, who is more like in the business side, a partner than an employee, but in, you know, or mentor mentee, but in real life, it was more like a mother daughter relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though it would be heartbreaking to plan for the, you know, last time you were doing something that you love so much, you know, um, I understand why she wouldn't want to burden people with her diagnosis, you know, and keeping it to herself for so long. But I really believe that support is so important during that time we don't get to keep the people we love forever. So we really do need to cherish the time we do have with them. I totally agree. Cause I do understand being upset if you're not told, but I can also see the flip side and understand wanting to have control over who and when you tell. So I do understand that it does hurt not knowing so that you can ensure you don't waste any time. Just like you said, Every moment counts. So you don't want to lose any time with that individual. And I also feel that connection. 
So I know with my best friend, she's actually to me, like my family. So it's like having another sister that I would be losing. God willing, not for any time soon. But I was glad that she understood that Travis could not share Gail's secret. It wasn't his secret to share. So that was good because I thought, oh, that's going to be the, this is the reason why we're fighting. But no, she didn't. So that that was well written. She didn't hold it against him. And also he's a medical professional, so he would be limited by what mm-hmm. he could reveal anyway. But own, they right? did handle that very well in this movie they handled a lot of things like it was a great movie really enjoyed it first of all i love the idea of traveling around to all these small mm-hmm. towns at christmas and seeing all their different holiday celebrations i feel like that would be a really cool way to experience the holidays and you know how each town has a unique way to do it every single stop they made there was just an extra dose of happiness i totally agree And as a camper, I love that they're traveling in the bus. That was great. (laughs) However, it was very noticeable that when they were taping, the trailer wasn't moving because things were so stable. And obviously it would be noisy. Like it it made sense that they had to. But as a camper, that that part was pretty noticeable to us. But it was a cute camper. And I thought that was great. A great way to cross the country. Mm -hmm, For sure. It was so cool. Um, And Ms. Christmas's long lost love. He's such a handsome man. He could be the next golden bachelor, honestly. So lovely. (laughs) It was very sweet that he showed up in their hometown with her uh, flowers or her hometown with with flowers for her. And I totally got her hesitancy to start up a relationship with her. 100%. You know, she'd just gotten this diagnosis, which she was still trying to work through. But, you know, being with the people that you love, like once again, however you have them, really is a gift for you and for them. So I'm glad in the end they did, he learned the truth and and they reconnected. Yeah, and the fact that her ex-boyfriend James keeps trying to reconnect to Gail, even after he knows the truth, that's real yeah, love. Yeah. Like, exactly. he didn't care how much time, like you said, didn't matter if it was a long time or a short time, he wanted that time with her. So that was, that that is that true love. Exactly. And these towns, they had some cool things that I'd never seen before. One of them was this penguin game that they did. That looks super fun. Um, Also, I really like the idea of the Christmas photo booth where your pictures come out and they have like the the Christmas backgrounds, almost like a frame. That was really cool, too. It just reminds me that Christmas is the perfect time to shop local and support all those small businesses that are in your community that really rely on that local business. And that reminds me that I'm so looking forward to our small town Christmas shopping and crafts this season. We have a crafting session coming up in two weeks and then heading up north to see the Christmas town in Godridge. This is, I'm really excited about that. Me too. Me too. And my favorite line of this movie was, may you never be too grown up to believe in Christmas magic. (laughs) And I know I'm not, I'm sure you are too. I think that was just (laughs) the perfect ending to this movie. I'm a firm believer in Christmas magic. Okay, on to movie number two, Christmas by Design. Rebecca Dalton was Charlotte and Jonathan Kelts was Spencer. Fashion designer Charlotte has the opportunity of a career by participating in a Christmas collection challenge. She struggles to find inspiration until she heads home for a hometown 
Elfcapades. Let's find out how this movie rated on our sofa rating system. It also rated a 19 out of 20 sofas. Very good score. The breakdown of categories is town holiday celebrations, location, 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 family and friends, unexpected hiccups, affairs of the heart, big life changes, Christmas magic, and the charitable event was volunteering for the Elf Capades. Well, first of all, you got to love the red truck. So I'm sure you <laughs> clocked that as soon as that showed up. Um, but I think the Elf Capades, what a great name, such a great idea. Um, made sense to me right away that it would be a great place experience for her to get inspired to create those two designs. 100%. I agree that these small towns done up for Christmas could give anyone inspiration. They're just mm-hmm. so cute. And then she heads home to see her family and, you know, she hasn't seen them for a while. And I get on one hand why she'd be freaked out, I guess, about being around her her husband or her mom's new husband. But she could have been a little bit more polite. They kind of wrote her very bratty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little you know snobby spoiled <laughs> in the beginning um she does redeem herself later but you know like even when she's walking through the christmas festival she's kind of pointing out well, they're wearing their pjs well like who cares what people are wearing at a christmas festival just <laughs> it's all about having that christmas spirit and focusing on the people you're with and things you're doing um so i'm really glad that even though she started off self-centered at first she softened up especially whenever she was around spencer and her nephew they had a really good connection she and her nephew true true now i do understand because once again grief comes at such a deep place in our soul and it's very hard to move past and losing her father obviously was great which again another movie regard we're surrounding it wasn't great yeah (laughs) yeah but the grief and non-acceptance was making her prioritize work over family and she's been learning that prioritizing in this manner has great consequences. And so that was good that that's what they were trying to teach moralistically in this particular movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Pajama Marie was my favorite <laughs> event in this one. Gotta love a flannel plaid pajami. Um, uh-huh. I have a few of my favorite. And the one I liked the best from last year was a onesie, which is what she ended up creating. The onesies can be sort of awkward in those moments, however you want to put it. <laughs> Sometimes it's not always easy to get on and off, let's put it. But they totally are cozy. And the suits, the overalls, you know, like the workman's overalls she created were very cool. And I definitely would have bought a set. Yeah, and the fact that it was representing her father, that was really great. Christmas PJs is a tradition for our family, as you know. And that was since our daughter was born. Every Christmas Eve, everyone gets new matching or matching themed pajamas. And you go to sleep on Christmas Eve in your cozy, cozy PJs. So it's a really nice tradition. So it was kind of cool that someone else was utilizing that. Yeah. And in the end, they had that wonderful moment with their family in the PJs. And I'm glad Charlotte apologized to her stepdad and her family for how poorly she was acting, Mm -hmm. how how rude she had been. And, uh, you know, she ended up sacrificing something that was so important that going to that event with her, you know, showing off her designs, she pulled out of it just to keep her word to be with her family. 
And in the end, you know, he did choose her design, which is sort of, <laughs> you know, and they were even with the, she and Spencer a little insta lovey at the end. But I still found the movie overall really sweet, even though they kind of tied things up very, very neatly and quickly in a tight bow at the end. I agree. Because Christmas is all about making amends, right? And opening our hearts to everyone, including stepfathers who did nothing wrong. But the fact that she recognized that family was the most important and was willing to lose the competition to be with the man she loves in her family, that was great. And the part of the, the Christmas magic was that she still won the competition without actually participating. However, they were able to make that make sense because it was supposed to be about family and she put family first. But yes, true. Big surprise that she won. However, my absolute favorite part was that he gave her the gift of her father's tow truck and and she found her father's overall in the back seat. Food for thought. They never determined if anyone was going to save the elf capades. Bit of a cliffhanger. Maybe there's a part two to come. Maybe we'll see. Movie number three, Mystic Christmas, starring Jesse Schramm as Juniper. And Chandler Massey, a Sawyer. Juniper heads to Mystic, Connecticut at Christmas to rehabilitate Cinnamon the Seal for her safe return to the ocean. While there, she reconnects with Sawyer, her childhood sweetheart. Okay, so let's find out how this rated on the sofa rating system. And it rated a 17 out of 20 sofas. And the breakdown of categories is Town Holiday Celebrations, Here Comes the Bride, Location, 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 Family and Friends, Affairs of the Heart, Big Life Changes, and the charitable event Volunteering for Town Holiday Events. I enjoyed the concept and found it interesting to show the differences between introverts and extroverts, showing how she was excellent in assisting her friend's daughter and understanding her needs and completely knew where the daughter was coming from. That I really enjoyed that part because that is, you know, I've dedicated my life to working with others, with fostering, working with adults with autism and dual diagnosis. So for me, this that part was really interesting to see how they are able to be just like everyone else, but they just need to, they need those introverts need to be dealt with things just slightly different. And she understood that and she that helped that daughter be very successful. Yes, it was really sweet how she connected with her friend's daughter, for sure. I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. that relationship. When I found out that, you know, it was set in Mystic, Connecticut, of course, my mind immediately went to the 1988 movie Mystic Pizza with Julia Roberts. And Mystic Pizza is actually a real place that you can visit, which is kind of cool if you want to go there and have the pizza in Mystic. uh, You can do that. And they filmed this movie in Mystic, which is very cool because we got a tour of it as they walked through the town. We got a tour and they did film on actual locations in that. uh, Well, it's called a village, technically. Um, (laughs) So that was kind of cool. I really like when Hallmark does that. I agree. To have an actual visit to a place in one of the movies. That would be a good little girl's trip. So we need to. I know. We're going to map it out. <laughs> See what we I can agree. Do. Well, hitch my trailer and off there we you go. go. <laughs> okay, but the boys have to drive because we don't want to. Yeah, drive. we're not driving. No. <laughs> 
Um, I love the humor in this one. I thought it was just really, you know, lighthearted, funny for the most of it. The seal, the seal, cinnamon, but really all the seals were quite the character too. Oh, so just cute. amazing creatures. And I appreciated that her job was specifically to prepare them to return to the wild. Yeah, it wasn't a show about having to keep them in captivity or anything yes. like that. Yeah, that yeah. was really great. Um, I agree. They did a wonderful job of making this movie lighter and adding just enough humor because there was a few heart-wrenching ones we had just watched. So it was nice to have a break. Yeah, <laughs> it was a nice break in between for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, it's funny. Speaking of the her, her friend's daughter, um, I have heard about the Icelandic tradition I'm not attempting to say the name because I would totally butcher <laughs> it of giving books on Christmas Eve. I actually just heard about that this year. Um, and then you read them all night. And like, I'm with Louisa, the daughter, that that is literally the greatest thing I have ever heard to do. You are a reader. <laughs> Bookstores are my happy place. I'm headed toward reading 100 books this year. So, and I immediately, after she had given um, her friend, or her friend was gifted, I believe it was from Sawyer, uh, the uh, Agatha Christie book, The Secret Adversary, that was Candace's book. I downloaded the free version immediately onto my phone, <laughs> onto my Kindle, <laughs> so that and I can't read to read it. Agatha Christie is one of my favorite writers. So I got not only the beauty of this Christmas movie, but I got another book to read. So awesome. And, um, you know, I can get how difficult it is to read, uh, like, when... Louisa had to read that poem in front of everybody. Mm. It's hard to share your work anyway, but then you have to stand in front of everyone and share it. I had to, you know, I had the honor of reading a short story in front of my school when I was little and it was just okay because one of my classmates decided it was going to be time for him to do something funny and make everyone laugh <laughs> and I got distracted he got in trouble from the teacher but it was hard for me to get back into it so I'm kind of bored, always a little bit you know scarred by that but at the same time it was also nice to get that feedback immediately for something uh, that you've written the work that you've done right in front of people and, and certainly really was an honor to be able to do that in front of my classmates. A hundred percent. I think the fact that you have that gift, the gift of being able to read eloquently speak when you need to and be able to write so that people will enjoy reading what you write. That is such a gift. This is not a gift that I have, obviously. I'm well, not it's in work. anyway, <laughs> but it's a, it takes the work for sure. <laughs> but I am impressed by it. Oh, um, so Okay, so that tradition was, that was something. And I think that it goes back to my previous movie. Where oh, we're talking about the, yeah. yeah, with the Christmas PJs, you could have your Christmas PJs on and read your book all night. That could be a very- Sounds like a plan. I don't think my yeah. husband would buy it, but I would do it. <laughs> I could not read all night for sure <laughs> on Christmas Eve. However, a shorter book- that would be great. Not that I don't enjoy reading, but 
I would be so tired. Maybe I, the night before Christmas. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to read that to my grandchildren. It'll count as my PJ reading book. It so, certainly yeah. would. <laughs> they had a, a lot of different events in this too, because they were volunteering it. And one of the my favorites were was when they made a homemade ornament, because that to me is always mm-hmm. a treasure. I remember making really cute ones at our aunt's Christmas tea party. And it was kind of cool because everybody's doing the same craft. But, you know, we get to see everybody's take on it. So that was super cute. And then they put it on their tree um, in their house. And one of the one of the things she was asking was what their favorite Christmas carol was. And she said, Dominic the donkey, which is which I don't I've know never heard is. of. <laughs> we need to look that up. <laughs> My favorite is Carol of the Bells because I was in a Christmas choir once. And so it has a very good, you know, remembrance for me. Uh, Sherry, what is yours? Okay. My favorite Christmas carol is Silver Bells. But my favorite Christmas song is All I Want for Christmas is You me by too. Mariah Carey. I love that yeah. song. That's a great, great song. Um, and when they were making some yummy food and, and you know, picking some different things, I'm definitely a gingerbread over chestnut girl. I'm just going to say that. And I would love to make some gingerbread cookies this year. Something I've never done. Well, I hope we have time this year to make Christmas cookies all together. We missed it last year. And well, to be completely honest, it was you and my husband who did all the cooking, but I did get to help <laughs> decorate meat, of course. Yes. So. We need Decorating to do that. Is a again. lot of work. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. On to our last but not least movie number four, Joyeux Noel, starring JC Elliott as Lee and Brant Daughtery as Mark. Copy editor Lee finds a journal in a music box connected with a romantic painting of a woman at a French Christmas market. She and senior reporter Mark travel to France to uncover the mystery and magic behind the artist and the woman in the painting. So how did this rate in our movie rating sofa system? 12 out of 20. Not the highest, but not the worst. The breakdown categories are military might, town holiday celebrations, Location, 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 family and friends, affairs of the heart, and Christmas magic. Yeah, it scored about median in our in our score, but I think overall it was such a, a fun, unique movie. I really did enjoy it. And of course, you know, um, Christmas markets to me, just a <laughs> wonderful part of celebrating this season. And one day I would love, love, love to visit one of the big European ones or all of the big European ones would be fine too. I was very impressed that once again, they filmed this on site, like on location, they filmed it in France, probably in April, not the holiday season, but nevertheless, (laughs) the scenery is gorgeous. And I, I just love when Hallmark does this it really adds to the authenticity of the story especially when it's so quintessential uh and important to the story the location that they're in um and so much about it i loved tons of it i did really love the people dancing in the center of the market to the accordion player just like right in the middle of the market at night it was so romantic and i tell you though their french accents the americans in this movie were <laughs> très terrible 
<laughs> well, I don't speak French well, didn't take it for very long in school, only as I had to, but I am totally willing to go to France and try it out, let me tell you. Yes. I wish that I was able to see these places in person, and maybe one day I will, but at least through these movies, I get to see all this amazing scenery. So that part, I love. Thank you, Hallmark. Yes, it was definitely beautiful. And I love that there was a book, this journal that helped to bring them together. Uh, so many beautiful things, some things that stand out to me, like the carousel was beautiful. Really, the whole town was enchanting that they filmed in the tram that they rode that had like the so clear glass around them so they could see everything but be inside wasn't quite as romantic as say a carriage ride um like we had a chance to do this summer a carriage ride with our hubbies for the first time in niagara on the lake and all four of us love that so that would have been beautiful i think i would do both if i was going there i would do the tram but i would definitely want to do a carriage ride 100 percent. and the fact that our husbands love that carriage ride and are willing to do it again because we did we thought we were gonna have to trick them to do it yeah that was pretty cool so i'm sure <laughs> gareth did say that the the tram was so cool he would really like to do something like that because you get to you get to sit comfortably and get to mm -hmm. see so much so he did love that it's been a long time since my husband and i have been to an antique flea market and we wish we have could have found something unique to create our own mystery to follow. We always are looking for these little tiny things because I'm very um, modern. I like the new. That's kind of my taste. But we like to have these unique things to try to bring that old in with the new. But we haven't had any luck yet. So, because you know, you always say, oh, if you find a, fa a safe in the wall, oh, you got to try to open it, see what's in it, you know. But no, nothing. But the secret drawer in the music box that they found with the love journal in it, that set a journey into motion that I would love to have tried. Yes, certainly. My favorite part of the movie really was them chasing down that mystery, which made it unique. You know, it made it exciting. It brought the experience of the market and its magic to life. And I think the ending was really well done, in my opinion. And that twist on true love being Real love, not just true, like this fantasy love, but real love and, and what that means. It's something that everybody wants. I totally, totally get it. I, I expected that you, Bonnie, would love the mystery since you're presently writing your own murder mystery. And as an author, this would be very interesting to you. So we, we sure. knew this was going to be your Glad thing. there was no murder in this one. But yes, the thank goodness. Part, I'm all in for <laughs> And my husband guessed straight away that that little girl, Sophie, was the mischievous gnome. Because, of course, she wants some gifts, right? Yes. But her little 100%. tricks were so funny. And we guessed that she must have put out the word to the other kids to attack Mark as that negative Christmas folklore <laughs> figure. Because that was funny. Everyone, kids see him scream, run, come kick him. So that was pretty they, funny. They were targeting any guy that was just tall wearing all black. So, you know, <laughs> word to the men, if you're going to this town, do not wear all black, black. at Christmas time. <laughs> okay, okay, time to update on the drink. So spiced cranberry punch looks beautiful, tastes tasty. What do you think, Cher? Very tasty. I really like cranberry juice. And I know, I, I believe it's your husband that loves cranberry, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah. And a little bit of spice adds just a little bit of kick. So please check that out on our website. 
This episode was brought to you by Hamish Community Services, opening doors by taking the dis out of disabilities. You can find out more information at hamish.ca. Well, fellow crown heads, we've come to the end of today's chat. You can find all our episodes on your favorite podcast network. And on our website, sistersipandchat.ca. Subscribe and never miss a chat session. Thanks for listening. Join us next time. And we'll save you a seat on the sofa.